Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Baron. I'm your host, Rip Ripley, joined again by Coach Tom O'Hare. How are you doing today, Coach? Doing good. A little breakfast with the grandkids. Went in and gave a little talk in Miss Brown's U.S. History class, which I always enjoy doing. So I figured I might be able to carve out a second or two with Coach yeah, Ripley. So. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sure uh, you would. Th- this morning's talk is one of your more famous speeches, the talk of uh, the Carl Indians, you said. Right, and when they played Army in 1912. But it's more than just a football story. Even We don't have time to get into okay, it. Okay, okay. But it was in the context of the American history they're learning. Mm-hmm. But Super Bowl Sunday coming up is also yeah. a football story as well. That's right. Now, is that Jim Thorpe, Carl Indians? Yes. And and the captain of the Army team was a guy by the name of Dwight Eisenhower. Ah, okay. And I'll tell cool. you very quickly, yeah. they met undefeated, both of them, the uh, last game of the year. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to tell you the story, but the whole story. But my famous line was the coach of the Carlisle School, Pop Warner, okay. innovative. Yeah. yeah. He didn't give a, a, pep, a long pep talk the night before. He simply told them, Go home and read your history books. That was the <laughs> get him motivated. And then, and then uh, Jim Thorpe was spectacular, twenty six seven. Carl. Now, here's a lesson that coaches know all about. They actually had a game against a weak opponent the week after that. Mm-hmm. They ended up in a tie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah a trap game. Yes, trap game yes, yeah. <laughs> Just ask those uh, Tar Heels up up yeah, in North Carolina. Yeah, very true. Very yeah. true. My coach McKeever. Uh, he's former, a, former coach, and in fact, he had plenty to say on uh, on Saturday night to me after the right? game, but you didn't hear from him too much after the game on, uh, what was that, Tuesday, Wednesday night when, when Clemson got the, the big win. So I remember um, that, man. Yeah. I might have told this to you or somebody in sports, one day a peacock, the next day a feather duster. <laughs> so you got to watch it. I like it. Uh, we're glad you're here on campus to join us today. want to kind of kick off and talk about, uh, I got, got a busy day today, busy weekend coming up actually for a lot of our teams, but... I'm going to start with some bowling uh, news. So our, our bowling championships for this past week, uh, team bowling championships. So we had uh, both our boys and our girls teams advance to the finals. And so basically the way they do it is everybody goes out and they bowl their normal three-game Baker's Dozen right. set. And the top four teams in each division advance to the finals. And so our, uh, our girls and boys both advance to the finals. Uh, girls ended up finishing as state runners-up behind Porter Gow. They had a 388 uh, score in the finals. They're actually, their first round, from what Coach Hounds is telling me, was actually stronger um, and put them in good position. But the first-round scores don't matter in the championship. Right. So it kind of totally resets, and they had to go again. Uh, boys team ended up finishing fourth. They did advance the finals. Uh, co-ed team not able to match the finals. You know, it was interesting. We talked with Coach Helms uh, last week and just talked about the strategy of co-ed versus the single gender team yes and and how teams do do it you know lawrence manning won the co-ed championship actually the highest score of anybody was the lawrence manning co-ed team they right. had a really good couple of good girls couple of good boys didn't have enough to have the full boys or girls team so they said we're going all in on the co-ed and obviously worked out for them as they won that championship um but for us it was the girls the girls after a state championship last year followed up with a runner-up this year uh and and what uh, seems to be a pretty strong showing uh, from our bowling teams. Yeah, I saw some of the young ladies on this year's team were part of that championship team last year. Mm-hmm. A couple new faces, but most of the same faces. So, uh, yeah, seem to have a pretty good uh, tradition building yeah. with the bowling around here. And I'm, I'm sure, as you know, when a team around school starts winning, mm-hmm. makes it more likely other people are going to jump on board. Try it out, and that's yeah. a sport, you know, didn't have until recently. But just given what another 15, 25 mm-hmm. kids a chance to be yeah, a part of the school. Absolutely. 
Um, absolutely. And then this, so then this Monday over, it's actually in town at Gamecock Lanes at five o'clock. We have the individual state championship. So uh, the players representing for the boys will be Carson Gettings, Sam Tristan, Dylan Bartlett, uh, loyal listener, Dylan Bartlett. Good luck. And then on the girls' side, we have uh, Mackenzie Helms, Victoria Singleton, and Anna DeBose. All three of those ladies were on our ladies' runner-up team. Um, those six will be competing in the individual championships this Monday at Gamecock Lanes. We want to wish them luck. The good news is that, that Gamecock Lanes must be good to work with because they don't have to go too far. Yeah, absolutely. So. That'll be good for them. So, and then we also have this weekend the uh, Sporting Clays, so Skeeza, Skeet, and Trap championships are awarded this weekend. I believe today, Friday. Uh, they'll be awarding the team championships in both. And then tomorrow, uh, they have the individual. That's over at Edgefield. Uh, at the Edgefield uh, shoot. Um, can't remember what the name of the actual place is. But they, uh, they'll they be awarding both Skeet and Trap, DNR and Skeeter championships this weekend. So I saw one of our stars on the girls' team, Ann Blankenship. Mm-hmm. I saw her the other day at the Skeeter Art Festival. Okay. Yeah. Which it kind of yeah. reflects the various things that the, our kids get involved yeah, absolutely. with. absolutely. You know, art, sports, academics. It, it really is a total experience for a student here at this school. Yeah, no, and, and a good good opportunity for our sporting clays teams, shooting sports teams. That name's kind of evolved over the years. It used to be just sporting clays, but sporting clays is actually one of the, the three techniques. You've got skeet, trap, and, and sporting clays. So now it's just called shooting sports or shotgun teams sometimes. Uh, but that team has had success again over the last few years, like bowling, giving some kids an opportunity to compete uh, in, in an athletic event. Uh, a team that, that really coach uh, Brent Hyatt and his team has had a lot of success over there with that. And so. I was going to say, you know, th- they also require coaches. Yeah. And there's only a lot of coaches. so much the faculty here can do. So without that help of some mm-hmm. of those parents and others being willing to serve that role, those teams would not be possible. Absolutely. So I know everyone around here appreciates all those individuals are helping coach those teams. Yeah, and, and, and Blankenship, like you mentioned, senior has had a lot of success in the individual side, even made it to, to U.S. Open, U.S. Nationals over the past few years. Uh, she's certainly looking to have a big day um, over at uh, Edgefield on both fr- both two days, I should say, Friday and Saturday. Um, on the uh, Sporting Clays team, we also have uh, – where'd it go? Right there, sorry um, – Mackenzie Helms, so bowler slash right. shooting shooting clay person, like you mentioned, multiple. Uh, over on the boys' side, Eddie Donald recently just signed to go shoot that. the next level at Emmanuel College. So uh, senior Eddie Donald kind of leads that boys' team um, with some guys, uh, Dalton Coker, Michael Thorne, uh, Maddox Moy, Little Mad Dog. Uh, we've got a, a younger group in there, Jack Bowman, one of our older ones, Dalton Coker I mentioned, um, over there for the boys' side. Uh, and then both teams have a, a group of younger younger shooters as well. Uh, Lucy Hayes Mims for the girls, uh, as well as uh, Kat Bowman and, and Harper Rivers, some, some younger sixth graders getting involved there with the sporting play team. So we got a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, we are going to talk about a big basketball game yeah. today, but we don't want to lose sight of all the other things taking place. Yeah. And, and, um, and among all of it, we've got spring sports kicking off. You know, we got a, a busy, busy spring already starting. I mean, uh, Softball, baseball, soccer, track and field, golf, tennis. Uh, I think that was everybody uh, all already underway with their with their preseason practices, getting ready. We actually have scrimmages starting this week. We got soccer and baseball uh, with some scrimmages this week uh, as we kind of wind down the last few weeks of basketball and, and spring sports kind of getting cranked up. Well, I'll be honest with you. I've been out here a couple of the nights of practice, and like you said, soccer, track, baseball. Uh, Dr. Wally Jones was out there 
working mm-hmm. with base running with our varsity boys team. And I told him, I said, Dr. Jones, it's just too cold for baseball. <laughs> so I'm going to wait until it warms up a little bit and, and go check out a scrimmage or two. But I know yeah. they're excited. I've seen the soccer team. Mm-hmm. and you know they're excited. They're going to have a large group of seniors, as yep. will the baseball team. And I know you're excited about your boys and girls track team. So Getting started. Yes, sir. Everything's overlapping. That's you know, right. You know, when you, you just get off a of winter break, it's interesting since I'm not working here anymore. I didn't even realize there was a winter break. Yeah. That used to be my most favorite uh, break of the year because yeah. when you come back, you can see the finish line. That's right. See spring sports starting. But before starting you get going, there, yeah. a lot of spinning wheels are in motion. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure someone in your see knows that better than anyone else absolutely um and, and talking about tonight got the big robbery game we, you know, we're going to touch on basketball a little bit here um now hold on coach ripley that's not the big game i was talking about oh excuse me go what okay. game were you talking about well the student faculty game yeah a lot a lot of controversy this year let me get and, yeah I'll, I'll get your thoughts on this okay I, I think you'll side with the faculty on this so, okay uh a lot of the seniors the senior boys are getting ready they've been talking a lot last right. couple of years and you know they they were asking who was going to play, and when I, the faculty staff released our roster, they were like appalled that we had asked some of our coaches to play. Some of our some of our staff co- they're not right. faculty coaches, but they're staff coaches. Coach right. Blood, Coach Baumuller, Coach Work. Oh, they were horribly offended. They thought no, there was they no way that offended. they were scared. They were scared. Oh, they I, were scared. Oh, yeah, I've already heard one might not be playing today now because nah. uh, my leg hurts. Or something, you know, yeah, I mean, whatever. But they were like, oh, that's not fair. It's not, I said, well, guys, what are you talking about? That's not fair. Like it has to be faculty only. I'm like, no, 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 no. Faculty, staff, basketball game. So we've got uh, on the girls' side. I know Coach. I think Coach Kendra Hoover's coming out and playing. Uh, Coach, she can play a little bit. Oh yeah, she for sure. Uh, <laughs> Coach Rita Hidalgo. Uh, I think Teresa Alexander might be getting out there, run around a little bit. Uh, Nurse Sanders. Um, I know Aaron Trueblood uh, was here. This is a day also in the gym. Everybody comes in and gets shots up. You know, randomly right. they'll bring a class in to shoot, yeah. get ready, whatever. <laughs> uh, the boys' side. I know we got Mr. Caruth, Mr. Kneff's gonna play. Uh, Coach Watford, Coach Morrison, uh, and then Coach Ludd, Coach Bonner, Coach Schwartz. I think Mr. Harrelson might be playing as well uh, now, on the I, side. I don't remember Mr. Kneff playing basketball here. I don't think he did. He might have mm. played when he was younger. But I'll tell you one thing, fellas. Uh, if he's coming down the lane, he, he's not going to conveniently um, miss you. Yeah. So, well, I wonder if anybody's going to step in front of of Headmaster Kneff yeah, to try to charge, charge we'll see. because we'll see. you might be getting picked off the floor. We'll see. We'll see. We were joking, too, and I saw the boy. I said, look, I kind of saved you all a little bit uh, because one of our other coaches on staff is a very uh, notorious, I will use the word, alumni competitor, Dylan Reese. Right. I said, listen, I'm saving you all from Coach Reese. I said, he, <laughs> I, I'm not unleashing that on you all quite yet. I said, you all keep going. I'm going to have to call in the reinforcements. Coach Reese will take a charge. He'll run you over and take the ball from you and go home. So, um, but no, it, it should be a good afternoon. That, well, that will be a fun pep rally this afternoon. I remember my first uh, entrant into the game. and That's when both Coach Town and I could move a little bit. Yes. <laughs> and I, I think it's fair to say I could actually move a whole lot more than Coach Talley yeah. could. <laughs> and so he would get a rebound, and he'd tell me, just go. Yeah. And I would take off, and he would throw the ball down there, <laughs> and I would get it on yeah. the fast break, and half the time I missed the layup. Yeah. But, but that, was, that was our method. It, yeah. it, I, I learned of late in life that it's really nice to have a really tall guy on your team. I think he's the tallest basketball player I ever played with. We had a yeah. lot of fun in those games. And, oh, yeah. You know, you take it serious while you're playing, but – yeah. You know, when it's over, it's fun. you have a good time. That's right. That's right. It but no, but I was joking. But that I is know. a fun day around it is. here. It is. But uh, it's going to be pretty crowded mm-hmm. in this gym tonight. I think so. Yeah. JV 
uh, starting at 4 o'clock, uh, JV girls and boys. Big games all around. I mean, uh, the JV games were good games. The LMA on the JV girls' side has already clinched the one seed, but but they're kind of the top dog, so mm-hmm. a good shot for our JV girls to get them. Uh, JV boys will play an LMA team. Both of them are kind of – I think we've clinched the two seed. LMA's fighting for that three seed, uh, which would have a rematch tomorrow, right. ironically enough, in, in the JV tournament. Um, but but And then the varsity games. The varsity girls are, are – in the driver's seat, if you will, we, we beat them at their place by three points. And so kind of the scenario is uh, the way our region does is if our girls win, uh, you know, we're playing each other on Monday regardless. We're right. the two and the three seed regardless on Monday. But if our girls win tonight, then we're guaranteed the number two seed. Even if something were to happen on Monday um, and, and LA wins Monday, say we're still the two seed from our region if we win tonight. As applies to the state State tournament, tournament correct. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if LMA wins tonight, uh, the point differential only really matters for seeding purposes. So in our case, it's who wears what color jersey because we're already right. playing each other regardless. And then if LMA does win tonight, then the Monday game would break the tie. We use you. our region tournament as a tiebreaker uh, if needed or when needed. Um, and, and so the girls, you know, in, in a good spot. I mean, basically, they just need to win one of the next two. But I know Coach Red and his girls want to take care of business tonight right. and, and go ahead and get it done in front of the home crowd. Um, you know, pretty, pretty excited to see that, that girls game. Well, what about that varsity boys game? <laughs> it's going to be going to, yeah. Uh, the varsity boys game, we've got, you know, both of us right now are sitting at four to one in the region. So we beat LMA, uh, but Trinity beat us. They swept Trinity. So uh, basically tonight, it's whoever wins, wins the region. So so pretty cool setup. Uh, kind of what you want, as we talked a lot this week, it's what you want as a player, what you want as a coach. I mean, you want to come down to, hey, it's it's last game of the year. You're at home. You're in front of your crowd. You win the game. You win the region. Kind of balls in your court a little bit. You know, if looking at the game, if I'm you, I'm thinking to myself, you know, the one thing I might have to get my guys ready for is we are not going to get out to the kind of lead, most oh, likely. Sure. No, yeah. Was it 24 to 3 or something, something like that? In that range, yes, sir. And, and, and that, that was why you – that's all. Yeah. I mean, you held on. And psychologically, when you get off that big, you probably don't play with the same intensity mm-hmm. the rest of the game because in the back of your mind even to go it got, it got close but you have to condition your guys to look fellas we're not going to have that luxury tonight mm-hmm. and so we might be playing really really good but they might be making some shots yeah, so that doesn't sure. mean yeah it's a different kind of game it just means we're going to have to fight for four quarters that's and, right and we'll be well, okay and i think that. that looking at you know the last couple games canada military obviously different team but a good example we played at camden we got up 10-0 to start right. the game. We played here the night at home. We actually got down 7 nothing to start the game. Yeah. And and we remained calm into the first quarter. It was a tight game, 10-7. to Even second quarter, it was tight. Now third quarter, we were able to make a run and, and kind of push and pull away. And so we kind of showed that there, you know, there are other ways, different ways to win the game. Right. Um, obviously, we love to come out and just hit all of our shots, and they miss all theirs, and that makes life easy. But that's not what we expect to happen tonight. I mean, LMA has been playing some really good ball. They are, they're, they're guard-heavy. Uh, so we anticipate to see them them try to use that to their advantage. They shoot the ball pretty well. They did not shoot great against us in the first game, um, but we would not be surprised to see them come out here tonight, hit a couple. They've got some guys um, that, that really can shoot well. Uh, and whether, a, you know, a clash in some ways of two different teams. Mm-hmm. You've got some inside guys that are extremely good that I'm sure they don't match up well with. Mm-hmm. But as you're talking, you know, sometimes those – Inside guys aren't very good perimeter defenders. Correct. And yep. if they can seduce you away mm-hmm. from the basket or, or get you out there and penetrate by, so it's going to be a little bit of a chess game. Yep. 
little bit of that, but it'll be a great atmosphere. It always it is. Oh, the yeah. student sections will be here going at it with oh, yeah. each other in, in fun. And, and I know the, there'll be intensity and, and I know the way it works. Skis is going to send the best referees they can down here, given the nature of the game and, and uh, just going to be a great atmosphere. Now I'm going to ask you a question. It's going to be so crowded. You might not be able to find a seat in the bleachers. Mm -hmm. Would it be okay if I sat on the end of the bench? I promise I won't say a word. As long as you don't get me in trouble, you're you're always welcome on the bench. Good when you say get me in trouble, is that yeah. like people saying who's that fool sitting on the bench? Yeah, yeah, like okay. I, yeah, or, or just like not yelling at the referees. Yeah, oh no, you know I, mean? I never did that. Anyway. Yeah. Oh no. No. Um, but yeah, because you're always welcome to, to grab a seat to the bench. Not I'm just kind of like sitting there talking to the trainer and drinking yeah. water. Yeah. And it's because uh, when you get no, another thing when you get in the stands, sometimes people say things that are, reflect a lack of knowledge of basketball. <laughs> and I don't want to be rude, but I get tempted to say something. Yes. Yeah, we don't want that to happen. Yeah, I don't want to say no. that. But, um, but, but no, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I'm, I'm going to ask. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I just yeah. want to make sure. Always I'm welcome. Good. Always yeah. welcome to have a seat in the bench, Coach. Um, but, yeah, so we, we'll kick off with those. And, and you mentioned the chess match. The girls' game will be similar in that regard. We've got some size and right. length with, with a lot of our seniors, with Maggie and Aubrey and Mary Beth and, and, and junior Logan Mims, and, and they're more of a guard-heavy team. Now, their guards have a little bit of size, some of them, uh, but they're a little more guard-oriented. So it, it is interesting that both you know schools are almost similar. Where We've got a little bit of the, the length and the height. Right. They've got a little more of the speed and, and the guard play. Um, and so it is a challenge. I mean, we saw over at their place when the girls' game, like I said, it was a three-point game. Uh, we ended up winning that one at their place. And the boys game after that first, you know, we got hot early and got that lead. But after that, I mean, they, they beat us. I mean, it was a very competitive game. So now I have a coaching question. You know, Coach Will Epps is now doing their varsity mm -hmm. girls as well. Uh, and now you, you two have clashed each other that I doubt there's many, quote, secrets mm -hmm. about what to expect. But now that he's doing the varsity girls game, do you have a little bit more mm – -hmm. Uh, attention, you're looking to the details of the game, to wondering if you might be seeing something in the varsity girls game you might have to expect for the yeah, varsity Yeah, that's a good game. question. I mean, you see it sometimes more, We it's more common, I guess, when you see someone who coaches JV in varsity, right. right? So you'll have a game where, hey, I know that, you know, this guy's coaching both the JV and varsity, so I'm going to watch that JV game and see what kind of defense they're playing because the varsity may mimic that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think with his this year, I think eventually it may get there. Um, but I think right now with him being, he's got an older, you know, with his varsity boys, he's got some seniors that have been with him forever. I mean, these guys, you guys right. like Josiah and Thomas Sumter and Mason Nivens and Noah Tan. I mean, those guys have been playing for him for for five years, six years now. You know, I mean, they've been with him for a while between Jay because he was coaching them in JV as well. Right. And so they know a little bit more of what he wants. The girls' side is more introductory with some of it. Mm -hmm. And so I think. Uh, this year, not, not they both play similar styles. They run, so they'll run Florida. Both teams run Florida, mm -hmm. right? The, the play that, that we always yell out, and everybody respond, you know, echoes it out because um, Coach Epps with his loud voice is yelling for like I they mimic me when I yell my plays too. But um, you know, they'll both run similar things like that. But I, I don't, I think there's some there's some uniqueness in what he does uh, between the two teams based on what his personnel is, and now, that's a real challenge. Do the two of you show a new wrinkle or two? Every time you go against each other again, or is, or uh, that's is... a good question. I think I think you know certainly. I think from last game, I think we both you know both of us are gone back watch film, saw what the other team did, and tried to think, okay, well, how can we counter that? And that mm -hmm. you know to me, and what we tell the guys is you know the first a lot of times you say chess match. That first quarter, a lot of times is a lot of feeling out of right. the other team, right? Like, hey, we ran this play really well against them last time. 
they're probably going to have something for that. Mm -hmm. So maybe we go ahead and put something in in case they do, we could counter it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also, though, a lot of times those those quick changes as coaches, they might work the first, first quarter. They always work in the third and fourth when kids are getting tired, right? right. And so, so a lot of times it goes back to teams. You're going to do what you do and, and what you do well. And, and they, they do well. They play good. Uh, they play good man-to-man -man defense. They attack the rim really well. They pass and shoot. And so, yeah, early we might be able to stop a penetration that later in the game we've still got to be really conscious about. we still got to stop that penetration. We can't just let it go late, yeah. uh, which we saw last time. We got a little like an Azekar water. They were able to score some late against us. So I think he'll have a similar thing. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's some plays. I mean, I, I have my, my LMA play sheet. Uh, this like in my I have my most secret red binder that I keep in my uh, in my book bag. That's got all my different play sheets, for different teams, and on it I have uh, pulled up. I mean that's every play that he's run against me in the past okay. however many years. You know, yeah. written out that I've yeah. either either against us or in a game that we've scouted. I mean, we've got all those written down. You know, the, the interesting is how much that do you give to your players? You know, how yes. much can they understand? You know, I want yeah. to make sure they can run our stuff correctly. I think the key is more me knowing and Coach Neal especially knowing. And when they call it, we're not actually calling the play out, more like, hey, so-and-so do this, yeah. and that'll stop the play yeah. or fix the play or whatever it is. So uh, I, I know I'm sure he has a sheet that's very similar on, on what we do. And, and now he's got one on Coach Rector that's throwing as well as he's doing the girls' you know, job yeah. as well. So, uh, But, yeah, it's really a big night tonight. Uh, big like, faculty game today, 145, 150-ish, 145, 150 uh, here in, in the National Center. But then tonight, the big game. And then going forward in the next week, you know, we have the JV tournament tomorrow. Uh, at Trinity Collegiate, Monday and Tuesday. Monday is the varsity semifinals. Tuesday is all the championship games at the Civic Center here in town. Uh, so definitely follow us on social media and make sure that you're paying attention to all that, kind of getting schedules as those become available um, for, for the region tournament, which will be taking place, like I said, Saturday and then Monday, Tuesday. And then we kind of wait to find out what our state seeding will be. You know, and the thing I like about this time of year, you got all these teams and all these tournaments, all these big games. And then the next week, I'm sure it's still true, you start getting all these other teams from around the state coming in here playing in the mm -hmm. state tournament. Oh, you yeah. get to watch all this yeah. different basketball. If you're a basketball <laughs> fan, it's a really fun time to be around. I'm going to tell you one story quickly about my involvement in Lawrence Manning Wilson Hall basketball mm -hmm. game one time. First year, I was helping Coach Tally. And yeah, as you know, I'm trying to learn all the things he's doing. And yeah. he, he had playbook, whatever you want yeah. to call it, of everything he gave the players. And I took one over there to the game because I was still, you know, trying yeah. to learn it. And at the end of the game, we must have won because he was relatively calm. He comes up to me and he says, did you leave anything in the locker room? And I'm thinking, uh, my, got my jacket, I got my keys. He pulls out that playbook. <laughs> I almost left the entire Wilson Hall playbook in the Lawrence man. Yeah. Locker room. I'm sure that have been photocopied and posted yeah. everywhere. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, we were able to confiscate it before yeah. <laughs> enemy hands that's were right. attached to it. That's funny. Um, that's a good one. But, yeah, so definitely come on tonight. We're looking forward to a good night and, and a good week ahead. And, and Coach, I appreciate you taking some time. and stopping by. Good luck to all of our teams uh, this right. weekend and next Monday as they go to their different championships, the Skeet and Trap championships today and tomorrow, and then our individual bowlers going out next week. Uh, also, make sure you're tuned in to social media to find out uh, state brackets as they come out because they'll probably come out before we meet again next week um, to talk, and the next week we'll kind of break those down not just ours but also break down um, some other ones if you're interested in some more skis of basketball talk I do encourage you to listen to the um, 
to the This Week in Skiza Athletics podcast that Neil Minton and myself do. Neil Minton is the AD and girls basketball coach at Florence Christian. And he and I kind of get a little more in depth with some of the different classifications. And, and some of these teams that, like Coach mentioned, you if you come up here in the next couple of weeks, you'll see them playing here. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of those 1A, 2A, 3A schools, we break some of them down. We're really going to have a pretty in-depth bracket breakdown next week. Uh, once the brackets are out, we can kind of see who's playing where and, and talk about that a little bit. Looking forward to that. So definitely tune in to that uh, for some more from there. And, Coach, uh, appreciate you joining us. Everybody, hope to see you tonight. If you can't come out tonight, uh, we will. it will be on my Coach Ripley's personal Facebook. We'll have a live stream on there. We'll try to share that through our Wilson Hall Barons one as well. Um, but so if you can't make it out, you can watch on there. Uh, but it's a much better view in person. Oh, much, yeah. much better experience in person. Definitely come on out. Concession stands going to be bumping. Uh, crowd's going to be pretty wild. It's going to be a great night to, to catch out some, some Baron basketball. I uh, hope to see you there and have a great week.